one, the very first one we've ever done, keeping it real in real estate. So, you guys asked some questions, and uh, mainly these are directed to, to Jeff, but I will give my two cents as we go. Um, one of the questions was how we met. Oh, God. So, Jeff has his version of the story. I will give my, my quick version of the story, which was, um, Jeff was referred to me by uh, a mutual friend who I had done some business with. Said this guy had a really cool, really cool product that he wanted me to check out and do some social media for. So I, uh, I said, great, we checked out the product. I said, man, that product's awesome. Um, reached out to Jeff, just like, yeah, put, put together a proposal. So in my infinite wisdom, um, I decided to, uh, to shoot an email off with some generic pricing in there that was literally just that. And Jeff basically wrote back in a much more professional way and said, um, what the hell is this? I asked for a proposal, not an email. And this sucks. And so uh, we put together a much bigger proposal uh, that ended up, I guess, kind of working, convinced you that we somewhat knew what we were talking about. We decided to kick that relationship off. And then it really happened. We go to, to Minnesota. Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> get stuck in a car for two hours, three hours. Yeah, like 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning on the way back and to the, uh, airport. to the airport. And the relationship kind of forged from there. And, and then now here we are. And it's been, uh, it's been what, three, four months yeah. since, since I joined the actual team here. And is it an Uber driver or this weird guy who runs <laughs> the airport? So I opted for the weird guy at <laughs> the airport. And we, we hit probably every topic in the planet on the way from Duluth to St. Paul. We did. We did. And, um, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. We were just talking about real estate and how it's so wide open. It's, just, it's the coolest industry in the planet for those who actually run like a, a real business. And we were just talking about ways that we can really blow it up and take it to the next levels that Craig and I and Dad and everyone are going to take it to. So we just kind of figured out, let's, let's roll with it, let's brainstorm, come up with some ideas, and now he's our chief marketing officer, and we're having some fun and rolling and launching a ton of new initiatives. We're having a good old time. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting for me to come into this world because, you know, learning about the history that, that your dad and you and Craig have done over the last 25 years was, was obviously extremely impressive, but to, to come from the outside world where everyone was kind of competing in the digital space to not really see that happening in the real estate world right. was pretty wild. Um, so for me, it was, it was kind of like uh, uh, an awakening of, wait a minute, it, no one's doing this? Like no one's running ads? Like you guys are able to sell 3,000 transactions uh, a year doing really nothing? <laughs> like from marketing or something? Well, like we that, do a little more than well, that. Well, yeah. yeah, obviously, but I mean, <laughs> from, the, from a digital perspective, from, now, without tapping into that, which is all, really all I knew, um, to grow a business was, was mind-blowing and so it just really made me realize how much opportunity there was for, for not only for the company but um, for our agents as well. Which kind of leads us into question number two, which was, is there one thing that you feel like as a, as a whole our agents do not do that they should do? One, just one, the, the number one thing. Like if you if you had an agent sitting in front of you that said if you do this one thing, you will be successful, or at least on the path to being successful in real estate. 
That's an interesting question. The, the one thing that they can do, that they should do, that they're not doing, is actually have true belief and understanding of how this business really works. And, and in my opinion, most people don't really understand it in the way that they could. Now there's a lot of people still crushing it, but they're still missing the point from my perspective. So what I mean by that is, the one thing they could do is realize that we are truly business partners, right? Yeah. And their success. And a lot of people try to get into an egocentric mode where they try to do it all themselves. And for whatever reason, they were that was put into their brain that that's the way to do it. And you drive around any town in the U.S. and you see somebody's face on a freaking park bench, right? What what egocentric drive tells anybody that that's a really good idea? Yeah. Right. So. One, one thing that I love about the agents that we have that are doing really well is it's kind of a, let, let's do this together. Let's figure out who's, how this really works. So what we've kind of positioned ourselves as is the true business partner. So what who, what, who could you be with the right business partner? It's a question I want to ask to all of our existing agents and everybody we come in contact with because that's what we do. In any business, everyone has a role, right? Yep. So we have our role and yep. the agents have their role and I believe that they try to take on more than they need to for their role yeah. and try to put more pressure on themselves than they should. So yeah, to, to trail down to that, to answer that question, so what's the one thing they don't do is let go of the shit that doesn't matter and really focusing on what they're good at. What they're good at, what their whole role is, is the emotional connection, the face-to-face, eye-to-eye, belly-to-belly communication with a, with a real person yeah. and to find out who's thinking about buying or selling and then have their back and take a look at and then the other stuff, let it go. We've got the coordinators, we've got the, per- the personalized assistant, we've got, we got the staff to handle everything else. The most critical role is go talk to people. It sounds simple, but that is the one thing they yep. should do more than that they're not doing. And have the belief that they can do it, and we got their back with everything else. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And I've seen it in my brief time here. You know, and, and you see this in, in almost every business, coming from the agency world, dealing with business owners, especially small business owners, you see this a lot, right? Someone becomes a roofer because they grew up in the roofing business and now they think it's a good idea to go start their own roofing business. But when it gets too big for where they can't be on the roof anymore, they lose that control and you see that struggle. And I've seen it with our agents just sitting down with them on the marketing side and just talking through them and how overwhelmed they seem because they're, 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 for lack of a better term, they're their own business owner, right? They're a small business owner. But they still feel like because they're by themselves as a corporation or you know however they've set themselves up as a small team, maybe they have to do it all, right? right? And, and I'm looking around saying, well, you really don't. That's the advantage you have us, right? right. You have you can outsource some of your marketing. You can outsource the the ongoing education. You can outsource the support to the PAs. You can do all this stuff that most small business owners have to pay a lot of money for, right? right? And essentially, they are paying that money and their fees, I guess, to, yeah, we to, split. to split, yeah. right? So they're paying for it, which is even worse because now you have people that are paying for something that I don't even know if they always understand what they're paying for because they don't use the services that we provide. Some do, yeah. some do, some don't. Some do and some don't, right? So, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. So switching gears a little bit, right. politics. Local, local politics. It's yeah. not, we're not supposed to talk about it, but this was, this was interesting to me because I, obviously not being from the real estate world, 
never would have really wrapped my head around the importance of local politics. So recently we had the Madeira Beach elections, right, which, you know, we were heavily paying attention to and, and involved in to some degree in, in trying to understand what was going to shake out there. Um, is that something that you think that, obviously this is happening in every market, mm -hmm. not just Madeira Beach, right. but it's something that I don't see a lot, like we were really the only real estate company that I saw really paying attention to what was happening, and with the shift in power, development completely can change overnight, right? The, the ability to, to continue growth and development. Right. So it seems to me, being more from the outside of real estate, that paying attention to what's happening in your local market, whether you're in Madeira Beach or Tampa or wherever, paying attention to what's happening in that local politics is really important. And I don't see a lot of people paying attention to. I think people can pay a little more than they are. In the grand scheme of things, the market's gonna do what the market's gonna do no matter who's sitting behind the commission desk, right? There's intricacies in every local city that has their own councils that if, if you're gonna be a specialist in Safety Harbor, you need to know what's going on inside the town. Well. And you've gotta know what's going on with the zoning changes or what's the what's the vibe like in that town. Because there are certain towns that there's people that don't wanna to go to, right? Because yeah. of, and by design, right? By those cities, because they don't want growth. Yeah. Right? And so there's, they've done a very good job to let people know that. So they'll go elsewhere to try to create the growth. So you really need to understand what's going on. And you know, here's the thing. No matter which side you take, half the people are going to like you and half the people are going to hate you. So you've got to, I mean, the traditional conventional wisdom is stay neutral, be Switzerland, and the whole deal. But the reality is if you get passionate about a feeling, that's fine. Just know that half are going to like you, half are not going to like you no matter what. And But that's the case no matter what you're going to do. So don't, you, don't you think, though, that that mindset is what holds so many people back from, from doing almost anything? Like, I really feel like a lot of people, especially in the digital world, I see it all the time when I tell them, hey, you need to, you need to produce a video, you need to produce content. They're so afraid that, you know, Susie Pants 44 is gonna leave a comment that their hair looks stupid, right. that they don't wanna go on camera and do it. Right. Because they're so afraid of what everyone else thinks. Right. Instead of saying, hey, this is what I believe, or this is what I know is gonna work, I'm just gonna do it. Who cares what, you know, Susie Pants thinks? Right. And that, that's, a, that's a good point because you're going to do, you are who you are, right? And you're either going to attract people to that or repel people to that. Yeah. And it's just the fact of life. And too many people get into their own heads of trying to think everyone's supposed to like you. It's never going to happen. Right. And it's just because of your tribal upbringings and how people you were raised and to associate with people. You're just not going to click with people. They're going to not like you. Yeah. And some people are going to like you. And it doesn't matter what you do. Your hair could be cut however way, your shirt could be whatever, your language could be whatever, and just is what it is, but who cares? Yeah. All we do is continually talk to people and see who we can help. And there's yeah. enough people that you come in touch with throughout the course of your day, week, life, that you can serve enough people, you're gonna be fine. And some are gonna like you, some aren't. Just let it go, be you, be real, be raw, and tell people what's really up. Yeah, and I, I think the ones that win go all in on the people and the strengths that they have versus worrying a single minute about the stuff that they can't control and the people that they can't control, right? right. I know that I'm really good at this, right? I'm really good at talking in front of people and I'm gonna go in front of as many people as I can yeah. and not worry for a second about the people who don't like me, but go all in on the people that do. Yeah. I'm gonna win, right? But if I'm holding back and I'm afraid, I'm only gonna talk half right. the amount of people that I should because 
I'm just so yeah, afraid yeah, that people yeah. aren't going to like me. Yeah. Well, those people are going to lose, especially in this real estate world. You got to go on and, and be who you are and help as many people as you can along the way. That's, that's the simple matter. Who cares what people think? I mean, here's the thing. We're here for one go around this time, at least, depending on what your, your, yeah, your exactly. beliefs are. And so we're here for this life to make the coolest life we possibly can for ourselves and our family and the best experience we can make. In real estate, we fund our lifestyles by helping people achieve their goals, right? Yeah. That's what we do. And whether it's from a listing or a buyer or an agent perspective, that's just what we do. So our personal beliefs that we're just gonna go help as many people as we can yeah. along the way. Some people want the help, some people won't. And then along the way, enough people will to help us get to where we wanna go because we help enough people get to theirs. Yeah. So if an agent will just go through their process and just stay focused on seeing who I can help, screw who you talk to along the way. And some are gonna like you, some are not, enough will. Right. And just keep it simple. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, we all have our why, right? We talk about it all the time, let's live our why. And that why is different for everyone, right? For me, I, you know, I have two kids, I have a wife, um, I love real estate, I could you know, choose to, to do just about anything, but I am at the point where my why is to go build something really cool. You know, had, had you come to me and you guys were already number one in the Century 21 system and had been for 10 years and are number one year over year, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have even come on board. Like, to me, my why is, is that process, right? Like, I am self-aware enough to know that I really enjoy being a part of building that, that something, right? Mm -hmm. And in this case, it happens to be real estate. What's your why? Why, why do you... You know, you've been successful, you've done this for a long time, obviously you like real estate, but like what drives you every morning to wake up, feel the phone calls of 400 agents, leave, you know, kiss, kiss Kai goodbye, kiss your wife goodbye, come here, like what, what drives you to do that? It's just, it's, it's fun, right? And I agree. What's fun about this, we have on our walls, is how fun we want. Right, and it's kind of a, a mantra on this thing. What what fires me up, and I know fires Greg up and Dad up, and and all is watching people's lives evolve, right? Because I think we've been fortunate. I've been fortunate to be raised by the tribe I was raised by, with Dad and the influences that I've been able to see, right? And just see really cool things. See yeah. the ups, see the downs, see the wipeouts, see the big big money, little no money, everything along the way. But just seeing the experiences, so I can picture what kind of lifestyle I really want to provide for now myself, right? Yeah. So my drive is to fulfill those needs, but I don't, that's enough, right? So to know that that's, that's my why. Yeah. So the how, as I always joke around, we, you know, it, fuck out, right? It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. how it's gonna get, I just know it's gonna happen because it's been instilled in me that the more people you help, the more money you make. Yeah. Right? If you help people, enough people get to their goals, you always get, you don't have to worry about anything in your own life. Right. So my drive is watching people come to us that haven't had that, that um, exposure growing up, yeah. you know, and to say, this is possible, you can do this. Yeah. Right? So a lot of our role is kind of, a, this is possible, you can do this. And that it's not hard, shit. and we have you, we've got yeah. your back, we're your partners, let's go do this together. And then watching the little baby steps of them for the first time stepping into the entrepreneurial realm, and yep. leaving a job that they used to make good enough. Right? Yeah, you can't start to believe it. And then you see the car pull up, right? And then you see the credit card statements come in and with zero balances on it. Mm -hmm. And you start to see they, they bring in the vacations that they're taking their families on. And it's a lifestyle evolution that fires us out, that gives us kind of the goosebumps and the passion to help it happen. So that's what we love is bring it. 
Yeah. Come with your, come with your plan, come with your vision, come with your why. We're gonna help you get there. That's our job. Yeah. Right? Well, so you, that's the juice. You love the process and that and I think that's important for anyone, whether you're the broker, whether you're whatever business you're in, but especially in real estate, you gotta love the process. And I think so many people that I've talked to they want a lot of those things, but they don't map their behavior to the words right. that are coming out of their mouth. Yeah, you have to right? have actions yeah. and skill. So you gotta execute, right? Yeah. And it takes skill. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, there's a lot of really good basketball players. There's only one LeBron James, right? There's only one Michael Jordan. So, people get caught up on, you know, oh, well, this person over here does 100 deals a year. I wanna be like them. And I think that's the wrong mindset. I think the mindset is, what do you wanna accomplish and by when? And and then map yeah. that and actually do it, right? Like I can't say, hey, I want to go, you know, sell a hundred homes a year, but go talk to ten people, right? Like it doesn't. Right. You, you, do you got to map your behavior to what you actually want, and be okay with not doing that, right? I personally give up income that I could be, I could build websites and do things at night, right? But I would rather coach my two kids, so I'm okay giving up income. And with it taking longer, yeah, it's a patience thing, yeah. right? I'm patient enough to know that it's going to take a little longer, but I'm okay with that. And I think so many people that I talk to aren't okay with that. They say one thing, they really want it tomorrow. They want the Ferrari in the driveway tomorrow, but aren't willing to put in the, the effort. And they, they set these arbitrary goals that don't mean anything. And the Ferrari ends up being a, a figment. Like, yeah, what, it's, it's something what, all you'll ever think. And from a mindset perspective, it's never a thing. Right? Where people really fail in this business is they think achieving something is going to make them happy. And it's not. Right? You no. have to 100% get into the vibe. Right? You know, we're all energy and intention people here. And it's you've got to get into that vibe of success. Right, You've got to be happy with where you are right now. It's great where you are right now. It might not be exactly your perfect lifestyle, but you better damn well be happy where you are today and appreciate it, be grateful what you have. Right, And then, then you can build to the next step. You're alive, but right? That's one. That's and, number and, one. And you're human. And you're, you're not, human. You're not a treat. And you're in the <laughs> United <laughs> States in this aspect. We're exactly. in the state of Florida. Yeah. In the best section. I mean, so, so when you really look at the problems that a lot of us face, now obviously there's real stuff that happens in the world, right? People have family members that are dying, they're battling can't Like there's real shit that goes yeah. on in people's lives. But for the most part, we really take a step back about some of the shit that holds people back and that we complain about and that we use as excuses. At the end of the day, you're a human being, you're not a pig, right? <laughs> you're a human being. And in this case, our agents who live in Florida during a really good up market, right? right? Like, there's nothing to complain about right now. Like, if you're complaining now, I mean, I. You, you need a mental check. Yeah. Right like, now. You yeah. can't have more opportunities, which we talk about all the time. Interest rates are at historical lows still. Yeah, right? even with the last inventory is low, buyers are all over the place. Everybody wants to be here. It's not a, you don't have to sell people on living in on the beach in Florida. Yeah. Right? Or in Tampa Bay, anywhere where we are. People want you. So yeah. it's a matter of just being there. Just it's everything is out there to have. It's such an abundant world yeah. and abundant mindset you need to. It's it's all here. So our job is to help people unlock that those blocks to yeah. figure out where yeah. to yeah. step on out. Yeah, it all comes back to, to really enjoying the process. So we have a lot of projects as a as a company going on, a lot of projects, um, including, you know, even the fact that we're filming this right now, we've yeah. got Jonathan here. You know, we're basically positioning ourselves as uh, with Craig's full support as a media company that happens to be in real estate. So we can really start to expose what we do, how we do it, why we do yeah. it. 
being as transparent as possible at, at a brokerage, um, which is really cool. But we have a lot of cool projects going on, right? We've got condos going up at the beaches, we've got development stuff, we're working on auctions. So all the stuff we have going on, what is your, what's your favorite project of all the stuff that we have going on right now? Okay. Well, the developments are cool just because it's, it's cool to be able to see things that aren't there and watch them come. Yeah, right. So that's that's neat, and, and it's a long tail process. I mean, this is several years. Every every project that's coming out of the ground now, some of them are ten years in the making. You mean it's not overnight? Right. No, it's not. I mean, you don't make a phone call and no. sell a fifty million dollar project? No, it doesn't. Oh man, sure seems that way. But I'll tell you what. I'm, what I'm most excited about is kind of the shift that we're doing as a as an organization, as a company, and it's all about content, providing value, and the selflessly serving. Right? I mean, yeah. what we do is help people. That's that's what we do from our level. That's what we do to the agents. That's what the agents do to the customers. That's what we're doing to our, our, our followers. Yeah. Is we're giving them value, giving them content, and we don't want anything in return, right? And just to be able to come out there and say, we've got your back. We're here to help you. We, we're, this is what we do, right? How can we help you? And just kind of watching that, that evolution of helping people yeah. And it, that's what I'm excited about, and being able to reach out in the audio and the visual and the, and the text side of the world is, is really cool. It's exciting to me, and it's exciting to Craig and to Dad to kind of document our position from one of the top 21 companies in Century 21 in the world, out of 7,600 of them. That's cool, right? So to, to knock off the other 20 on our way to number one, it's going to be cool to watch the documentation. Yeah. And then we're, you know, we've got a pretty good baseline where we are now at the top. Yeah. Around, them. but you know that's just doing like you said earlier without bringing all this other stuff to the table. So with everything else that's coming at this time, I think you're going to watch some quantum leaps over the next couple of years. And yeah, we're going to have fun doing it. We're really leveraging, I think, where where the attention, where the, the values headed in the future. Right? It, it's obviously we've all seen it as human beings. We've seen the shift over the last few years. Everyone's consuming content digitally for the most part. Um, not too many folks are sitting in their kitchen table reading the newspaper anymore. Right. Um, so we're trying to evolve in, in that same fashion. But I think to your point, what we're, what we're focused on now as a brokerage of just bringing value and producing content that's not in our best interest, right? It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily serve us to pay a video guy to go shoot a video of Plant High School and show the facility and interview right. the principal, right? But what it does do is it, it definitely serves the, the potential customer who's going to come into the area and wants to know is Plant High School the right spot for their right. child to get their education and is, is living in that district the right move for that's them, right. right? And that's a big move for them. That's a big decision. And if we can help provide value that allows them to make that decision, whether or not they ever use us to actually purchase or right. buy that home, it's, we're it's, not worried about no. that, right? We're just producing the right. content with nothing, asking for absolutely nothing in return. We're providing the content. Because we know, that, we know that it's valuable. And we know that at the end of the day, that improves the customer experience, not for begging, but for the real estate, right? It, it, it yeah. creates a better buying experience overall. And people are starting to understand our, our, our core market here is West Central Florida, right? Which is a phenomenal place to live. Everybody watching, all of us, we can live anywhere we want. We're talking a bunch about this. Anywhere in the world, we can go live. There's houses everywhere. There's jobs everywhere. We're entrepreneurial spirits. We figure it out, right? No matter where we land. Why do we like to? Why would we choose this region to live in? And that's where we're gonna have a lot of fun documenting and sharing with why. 
why why can't the bank? Why yeah. is this a cool place to live? And you know, it's it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's it's gonna it's gonna be a fun journey. So one of our agents uh, wrote in a question saying that they noticed that there have been a lot of price reductions recently. Um, she quoted that there was 46 in the Brandon Valrico area alone in the last seven days. She wanted your take on, you know, what's causing that? Is it overpricing? Is it, you know, in your opinion, what's going on? I have my take from a non-real estate experienced person, but I wanted to, to get your take on what can cause that. We gotta be really careful talking about, and from an agent perspective and for the public watching this, there is no market, right? So when somebody says the market's doing this or everyone's reducing prices or prices are going up, prices are going up, it's complete bullshit. It's not true, right? Everything is so hyper-local in this industry that it's, it's sick, right? So we're sitting here right now in South Tampa. Inside of South Tampa are a ton of neighborhoods that are their own microcosm of what's going on. So to really understand what's going on in a market, you need to drill down to that market and see what's going on in that market. So a lot of things can be causing that. A lot of people, some people were smoking crack thinking that prices keep going up and up and up and they just try to pioneer a new price point for their neighborhood and it doesn't work. And then yep. everything's motivation driven. So some of those people, all 46, I think that you wrote down there, yeah. some of them have something going on in their life that says, shit, that didn't work. Right? What are we gonna do now? Yeah, and the agent really, probably didn't advise them, in my opinion, um, very well. If some of those really need to move and they started high, they missed a lot of buyers. I mean, this is this is the peak selling season in those suburb markets right now because school's coming to a close and this is the time people start to look. And so it's, it's almost could be an attraction strategy to show that you're more motivated than other people. So it's very hyper-local. So it could be, how, this is what happened. Maybe someone's getting divorced and they said, screw it, get me the hell out of here, and they dropped their price. By that one person dropping their price, does that yeah, affect everybody yeah, else yeah, in that neighborhood? Absolutely, it does. Mm -hmm. And somebody loses their house to foreclosure, and that records at a super low value because it's sold at auction. Does that affect it? Absolutely, it does. Does somebody get a job transfer in the reload department, dump the house, they don't want to carry it on the books anymore? Absolutely, that happens. So you've got to understand that there's no real reason, there's no market, there's no real market. Everything is so hyper local. So I think we, as an industry and as a Salespeople and the buying public, you've got to understand any article you read that says markets up or this is awesome, just throw it in the trash because it does not have any relevance to the real world of where you're going to be buying. So every market has its own market, yeah. every neighborhood has its own market. So don't, there's not a real answer to that question except there's a whole bunch of reasons why the reductions could happen. No, no that them. makes sense. Much thorough response than what I was thinking. But for me, for my take, when I first saw the question and just thinking through it, is setting expectations on as the agent up front. I think so many so many agents out there um, they're so desperate to get the deal and transaction they're afraid to say no, they're yep. afraid to stand up, they're afraid to set what they actually believe the price should be worth. Yep. And they're sitting across from a difficult seller saying, I want to go at five hundred and they know that the house is worth four yep. and instead of really putting their foot down or being willing to walk away from that listing they take it and they go at five and then we sit here and play this game. Yeah. So, um, which then, in, to your point, affects every other home on the market. And that's a dangerous game to start playing yeah, because then you start it, chasing each other down exactly. until someone's really gives in. And so I, I feel like, from my point of view, this could be an agent, this this could be one agent that made a poor decision that ended up you know, having a waterfall yeah. effect down to all these other ones. So, interesting, okay, but mainly, Obviously, something's driving that. The other question that came in was interest rates. Obviously, 
they're slowly going back up. Yep. They're still low, but they're back up from where they were, yeah. you know, a month, two months ago. Um, what is your take on what do you think the home prices will will be? Do you think they'll go up? Do you think they'll go down? What do you, What do you think the impact on on that will be? I think again, it's going to be a hyper local answer because every market's, we're, every market's going to be different. But we'll, we'll talk global for a second, just kind of the macro picture. We got to understand why do interest rates go up? Everybody's like, interest rates are going up. Hell yes, thank God interest rates are going up. What does that mean? It means that the economy is strong, yeah. right? Because the Fed, right, adjusts yeah. the interest rates, which normally the mortgage rates follow, yeah. but the Fed funds rate is important because when people say rates are going up, it's normally Fed fund and then mortgages follow. But the reason why they do that is to slow down the growth of a booming economy, right? So yeah. I think we need to step back and say, excellent. Yeah because the economy is strong, and which means more people have jobs. More people right. have jobs and have money. More people have money than down payments. They have down payments, they have buy houses. So the housing market continues to get strong to a point. Now, every time the rates do go up, buying power goes down, right? Because right, today you can yeah. buy a bigger house, yeah. and as rates go up, your house gets smaller or in a non-less attractive neighborhood, yeah. right? So your options limit and yeah. strength as rates do go up, but the market's still pretty strong. Um, as that goes to a point. Now, eventually, if rates get back up, like if they, you see a couple point hike, it starts to knock people out of the buying range they can't really afford, right? As prices are up now, and then rates go up, and you're gonna, you reach a point where prices are higher than where people can really afford, and that yeah. starts a readjustment in values yeah. that we've seen before. Yeah, I've right? seen that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I, think, uh, I think it's actually a really good thing, because back when you look at before the fall, Right of of oh six oh seven oh eight. I mean, I bought a house in oh six or oh seven when I was in college. Granted, I, I was making good money, but I bought that home on stated income. Yeah. I didn't have to produce one yeah. document of financial income. And so, but you know, yeah. when you look back at the to the lending practices that were happening back then, yeah. where it was just, hey, let's give as many people in the world that want homes homes. Can you fuck them here? Yeah. You, you yeah. Oh, you have a pulse? Okay, yeah. here, so I'm here. Um, versus what they're doing now, which is, hey, yes, we don't want to slow it down too much, but we're having too much rapid growth. We need to actually just put the brakes on a little bit here, yeah. and, and controlled growth is always, you know. Let, let me hit on that one point, because I want to dispel rumors of, oh no, the market's going to crash, prices are really high, it's going to happen again. Let's be realistic for a second. What caused that last dip? was most people watching, right? The reality of it is like you just said, you had stated income loans, yeah. we call them ninja loans, no income, no job, yeah. no asset, no problem, right? Just yeah. sign the paper. That was a flawed system, there was no doubt about it. Nobody could say anything other than that. And it's wrong. Today, you have to have a job, oh, you have to have yeah, a credit, and you have to have money, yeah. or you don't get a house. Right. So the fundamentals are very stable and very strong. So the only thing that's, that it affects the market now is external factors, but it's not going to be interest rates or mortgage or those things collected. I don't think we're looking ever at what we saw before, thank God, because there's checks and balances yeah. in place. But there's fundamentals are strong, so I think people should feel comfortable about that and, and buy where you want to live, man. Just enjoy the life, enjoy your lifestyle, live somewhere yeah, cool. You do this once, right? Um, all right, so what else we have here? Um, so best piece of advice for a brand new agent, an agent out five years, and someone who's been doing this 15, 20 years. We'll start with a new agent. What's your best piece of advice if you're a new agent, those out there watching, got their license yesterday, 
maybe not even decided on a brokerage yet, right? Plenty to choose from. In many ways, we're all very much the same and very different at the same time. But what, what would be your biggest piece of advice if, if I was a brand new agent sitting right across from you? I think you need to do a real big gut check, right? And really see if this is something you should go into. Because in my opinion, there's people in this industry that should not be in this industry. And it's just, they're not, they're not made for it. And that's not a bad thing, right? This is an entrepreneurial spirit. This is a business. This is a drive business that you have to hustle. You have to talk to people. And a lot of people get in because they want to show houses. That's bullshit. This is not a show houses business. This is a real business where you have to talk to people and get out there and, and help people solve problems, right? Yeah. So I think too many people, I think HGTV has screwed up everybody's mind thinking real estate is, I'm gonna go get a million dollar listing, right, in yeah. New York, right? That's not how this real works, right? You have to, I don't care if you're opening up a restaurant, a plumbing shop, a bookstore, or a real estate business, it's work, it's hard work, and you're developing, developing an entire new business. And that's not for everybody, that's why there's very few entrepreneurs, there's a lot of people that want to pretend there are, but a lot of people can't take it. What's the definition working entrepreneurship is working 80 hours a week, so you, you don't, don't have, have to work 40, 40 yeah. right? So it's not cut out for everybody. So I think you should figure out what are your strengths, right? Really yeah. be honest about your strengths. And if inside that answer is not talking to people, then don't do this, right? Yeah. Go be a supporting role for somebody and help. If you're great at paperwork and don't like talking to people, you'd be great assistant for somebody. Yeah. But if you think you're going to come in and crush it in this industry, I, I'd rather burst your bubble right now and tell you to go get a real job. Right? Oh, so if this is something, if you have the drive and you've got the desire and you're ready to go to work, then second part of that is you better get with somebody who's going to help you. Right? You need, I mean, we position ourselves as business partners with our, with our agents right. because shit, we, we get paid when they get paid. It's, yeah. a, it's a great, You're our interests are totally aligned yeah. on this one. So, new agents, really gut check. And this might not be for you. And I'd rather you know now than, than later. Yeah, I, um, I couldn't agree more with that answer. I think in the world of entrepreneurship and real estate falls into that bucket, mm -hmm. it, it's been cool, it's been popular, you know, to be able to say you're an entrepreneur. And then you couple that with real estate where you know, they watch their friend's mom make 300 grand a year as a real estate agent or watch HGTV and we're like, oh, I'll just go right. to real estate and right. make 500 grand a year because it's easy. Right. And they don't actually have the stomach for it. You know, they don't have the ability to sit across from someone when they say no and they cripple. And some of the effects of that are pretty serious. And, yeah. and the other reality here is it comes back to what you said. You got to be self-aware enough to know what are you actually good at? What do you actually want to do? What do yeah. you enjoy? Because the 19th person at Facebook made a shit ton of money compared to the number one at John's Hamburgers down the That's street, right? right? So, right. you know, I think I think we have to be very self-aware. Um, what about an agent five years in who's doing 15 deals but feels like they should be doing 30? If if you've been doing this for a couple of years, you get it, right? There, there's a point in time, you get eight or 10, 12 deals under your belt, you know you can do this business, right? Now, up until that point, you're hoping you can do this business. So you've gotten over the hump and you're like, I can do this, I know how to list, I know how to sell, I know how to close, I know how to negotiate. I'm not great, but I'm good, right? 
you get that point, you've won the freaking lottery, right? And you need to do a little happy dance first and then realize that you've got unbelievable options in front of you right now and you can say, all right, what's my next level? What's my next level like, right? And that's an important concept. What is my next level like? And then figure it out. And then all you gotta do is say, okay, here's my lifestyle. Go talk to your spouse or your kids or yourself, whoever's part of your life and say, on this round of life, what lifestyle should we be living? And if you're not living that right now, then let's get to work, right? And let's figure out what it is. How much money is it gonna to take to live that lifestyle? Chunk it down into simple steps and go talk to people. That's what it boils down to. And that's, we love, we love taking people that are, got it over the hump, said this is my business, but now how do I get there, right? That's the fun, is taking them from here to there. Yeah. And experienced agents in the higher levels there, same deal, what's your next level? Some of them are burnt out because they're doing stuff the way they used to do stuff. And once you get to that point, even in the business, in five, 10, 15 years, your business is coming to you, right? You've yeah, earned that, a lot of but it's stressful. I was talking to one of my agents this morning and she says, I'm pulled everywhere. My phone's ringing nonstop. I got tons of business, but I'm everywhere, right? Yeah. So you need to learn to focus, focus get say a team, no. learn to not just say no, but to delegate and, and help it. If you're specializing in Tampa and somebody wants to look over in Clearwater, go get one of our people in Clearwater to, to, to go to come up with you, if you're gonna focus yeah. over there soon. That, it's really what's your next level lifestyle. Yeah. It's that first I, hump that's the issue. I've seen with the, especially with the 15, 20 year old agents that have been in this a long time, that do have that referral business. I think sometimes they rest on that. Um, you know, from talking with them, they, they've fallen in love. They've fallen romantic about how they've made their money yeah. in real estate and, and the game has changed. And when you're dealing with people that, you know, now when you're trying to get that, that 30 year old to buy a home from you, that's engaging with you in a completely different way and you're failing to talk their language, right. you basically become irrelevant. To that new market, that but new you still market. have your old market. But you still have your old market, but you still have to work that market. Because they'll be yeah, because they're Yeah, because they're getting hit, right? In a world where before no one was hitting them in every possible digital way, they, they are now. So I think we get they have to learn to, to kind of work in, in today's world, in a 2018 world, not yeah. 2010 world. Okay. Um, we got a bolt. Okay. So last thing, someone wanted to know, what is your favorite color? What's my favorite? Really? Your That's favorite, a, oh, favorite color? This, this, was a, this was a real question. Favorite color? I would say, well, I'll call it blue. How about that? Mine is blue as well. <laughs> and last but not least, because I got to ask this question, <laughs> if you and Craig we're in a boxing match, who would win? Dude, he's dead. Okay. He's dead. He got six, I, he's six years older than I am, yeah. so he's been able to pick on me for six years ahead of time. Yeah. So I'm just storing it up. You got size on him, and I've got size on my I'm actually kind of an injured too. I, so I feel like you would win that drinking competition, though. I think he would get it. I think he would get it. Yeah. All right, well. He's good. That's He's got it. a six-year head start. He does. And, yeah, I, but you do have a liver of, of steel. So. It's a genetic travel thing. We're, yeah. we're good. I think you're both set. Well, hey, first one in the books. Do it. All right, more to come every week. Tune in, and uh, we'll knock it out. Thanks, guys. Peace.